And whether it is biting your nails or brushing your teeth or snoozing your alarm, skipping the gym, everything is simply a habit. And in my opinion, what we are talking about in today's episode is the single most effective way to both break your current bad habits and to implement any new habits you may have for this year. Welcome to Everything In Between, the health and wellness podcast that believes that health is so much more than just what we eat and how we move our bodies. It's everything in between. I'm Raquel Robello, a clinical nutritionist, the face behind Radical, and your host. Good morning, week two of January. How are we feeling? I'm so glad the, the reception to last week's episode was honestly insane. I'm so happy that so many of you enjoyed it and that you took value from it. And honestly, that's my entire goal here. That is the point of the podcast, of course, to first and foremost, have a deeper and more intimate relationship with you. I want to get to know you and I want to know what your thoughts are on the episodes, what you took for it, how you relate to that topic, how you are implementing the lessons and challenges. I want to grow alongside with you. And I think it is such such a privilege to have the ability of having a platform as a means of sharing my thoughts and appealing, can't speak this morning, my thoughts and feelings and opinions. And it's an honor to be in your ears every week chit chatting. And so I'm excited for this year and I'm excited to see where we can take the podcast. I think last year was genuinely the training wheels edition, just finding my feet and my flow. There were so many changes in my life, both good um, and equally as challenging changes, but I truly do feel deep in my soul that this year is the real match, the real test, the real game, and I'm actually feeling excited. And so I'm ready to continue showing up for you every single week, giving you even more free value, more resources, more content. It truly is all for you and our community. And so I just want to thank you for being here. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for supporting me every week and keeping me company and messaging me on Instagram DMs, etc. It genuinely means the world. And it's the whole point of why I do this. Anyway, on to today's podcast topic. Following last week, we are obviously keeping it on theme with something that I want you to get familiar with, and that is something called habit looping. And whether it is biting your nails or brushing your teeth or snoozing your alarm, skipping the gym, making a morning coffee, eating certain types of foods, texting your ex, scrolling TikTok for hours, everything is simply a habit. And in my opinion, What we are talking about in today's episode is the single most effective way to both break your current bad habits and simultaneously one of the best ways to implement any new habits you may have for this year. And so this is the very thing which I believe can truly change our life and I'm not exaggerating when I say that. And so this is something known as habit looping. And it's a concept that was first defined and discussed in a book called The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. Sorry if I've pronounced that totally wrong, probably have. And surprisingly, when I was researching a little bit more into the topic, just so that I can 
you know, cross all my T's and dot all my I's for the episode, I was actually really surprised because there wasn't a lot of information out there, which is probably why you've never heard of habit looping, despite every second person telling you that they've read James uh, Clear's Atomic Habits and listened to the Huberman Lab, which don't get me wrong, I love both. And they have been paramount to both my knowledge and implementation of good healthy habits. And they are based on literature that I refer to all the time in the Radical membership with my clients, even in today's podcast episode. But in terms of habit looping, it is not something that is as commonly discussed. And so I wanted to talk about it today. So what is habit looping? Uh, well, to put it simply... All and any habits start with a single cue and this cue can be from a certain location, a behavior, another person, a time of day, whatever it may be. Okay, I want you to think of the cue as the trigger that causes the urge or the desire to do said bad habit or behavior. And then from the cue, this triggers the next part of the loop, the habit loop, which is your response, right? Which is usually where the bad or unfavorable bad habit occurs. And so this takes us to the third final part of the habit loop, the reward. So whether this reward in response to how you behave is a physical thing, a chemical reaction, a feeling, an outcome, whatever it may be, it's the reason why you're engaged in the habit loop in the first place, okay? This is the part that usually makes the habit stick, whether it is a good habit or a bad habit. And so in order to change a bad habit, you have to address the middleman, which is the routine, the response, how you respond to that trigger or that cue. So the cue stays the same and the reward stays the same, but it is the middleman, the, the routine, like I said before, is actually where the bad habit lives. It's where the action that's unfavorable occurs. And so that is actually the part that we need to focus on and either change or swap. Okay. So if you've ever tried to break a bad habit or just simply implement a new healthy routine, it's likely that you're either trying to change or control the cue or the reward opposed to actually changing the routine, the middle, the middle guy. And so the habit loop does not care about the routine. Okay. It simply knows the reward and that's what it is aiming for. And this is also because our brain has been taught that when that certain cue occurs, the reward is going to follow. And so all your brain wants is the reward in response to the cue. So how you are going to get that reward through the form of your response is totally up to you. The behavior, the middleman is totally up to you. But like I said, the the cue and the reward actually stay the same. But at this point, I acknowledge that it probably sounds a little bit all mumbo jumbo to you. And so I'm going to make this make more sense and concrete this idea for you in today's podcast episode, where I'm going to give you three specific examples of potential particular habits that you may want to try and break this year and ideas on how you can either break the habits or implement new healthy ones altogether to replace them. 
So first of all, let's take the example of snoozing your alarm because I know, I know that people in the 5am club love telling you that they wake up at 5am and I know that I am potentially guilty of this too, but I think it's because I too have been on the other side of the coin. I've also been that person who sleeps into the very last minute, who couldn't relate to early risers. If anything, I actually hated, well, hate's a strong word, but I despised people who got up early and exercised because I just thought that they were so obnoxious and so annoying. And don't get me wrong, I think a lot of them still are, if we're being honest. But I think when you know the power of how amazing a morning routine is, which I did discuss, I think it was in episode five, and you know how good you feel when you commit to it, you understand why I'm so passionate about waking up with purpose and passion and seizing the day opposed to snoozing your alarm. And don't get me wrong, snoozing your alarm could be in the context of you getting up at 8am for a 10am class. It could be, you know, it doesn't matter what the context is. The actual time of the alarm is irrelevant. It's just the simple point of getting up earlier than you need in order to give yourself some time to prioritize you before your day begins. So in terms of the habit loop in the example of snoozing your alarm, firstly, the cue, okay, is your alarm going off on your phone? Step two in the habit loop is the response. And the response is you snoozing your alarm for another 10, 20, 30 minutes, whatever it may be, and going back to sleep. And the final step three in that habit loop is the reward. And if you think about it, the the reward is that you're getting more sleep. You feel nice and cozy and relaxed and you just want to stay there and you feel good because you're staying in bed. So in the context of breaking that bad habit, of continuously snoozing your alarm. Like I said, the cue of this is your alarm going off, okay? And that stays the same. But the response is what we're going to focus on changing. So what I want you to do is rather than having your phone on charge right next to your bed where it's super easy to just roll over and switch it off or snooze, I want you to put your phone further than normal. So put it to the point of you having to actually reach across the floor or even have to walk across the room in order to either switch your alarm off or snooze it, okay? Because then instead of just rolling over and snoozing your alarm, you're actually making the conscious effort of actually getting up and switching the alarm off. And I want you to associate that. So when I go and switch my alarm off, I go and get my drink bottle and I have some water. So The alarm goes off, you wake up, you lean over or you walk across the room to your phone, to your charger, you switch off your alarm and then you get your your water bottle and you have some water. So you're not having to get up immediately right there and then and go get changed, etc. But you're comfortable in bed with your water bottle, sitting upright, having, you know, some water to rehydrate you and you're less likely to just roll over and go back to sleep, if that makes sense. And so in this way, you've actually broken the habit of snoozing without even realizing it's it's so simple. It is simply just swapping that response, but the cue and the reward stay the same. And it's literally that simple. And in your brain, like I said, it's the same reward because whether it's the dopamine that you've caved in and you're sleeping more, or it's the dopening from conquering a lifetime long bad habit of snoozing your alarm, your brain genuinely knows no different. 
The second example of a bad habit and how we can break it with the power of the habit loop may be for cravings for sweet and discretionary foods in the late afternoon. If this isn't you, good for you, lucky you. I know for my clients and I know for myself and even on TikTok, I've seen videos along the lines of like, oh, I thought that the 3 to 5 p.m. slump slash nap time was just me, but it turns out all the girlies slash all the females feel this as well. And so I feel this and maybe you do too. And of course, we can balance our meals with a healthy balance of macros and consume enough energy throughout the day with consistent meal times and regular snacks. We can do all the right things, but I know simply out of habit, and I'm not going to say this is a bad habit per se, because it's not, but the type of food that you choose will of course dictate that. And it's the routine for me that at three, four o'clock, I want something like, I'm always like, Ooh, like, what do I feel like? What do I want to get? So the cue, at least for me, maybe it's the same for you. Maybe it's not, but the cue in this instance is 3 PM. It's that time of the day. I still have about two to three hours of work, depending on the day. I'm not hungry for dinner yet, but I'm also feeling peckish from lunch, which was already a few hours ago. So that's our cue, 3 p.m. The usual response to that is I'll go upstairs, I'll go to the pantry, I'll grab the first thing I see, which is usually either chocolate, peanut butter out of the jar, you get the gist. And the reward is that sense of satisfaction that I'm not necessarily eating for physical hunger, but more so that psychological hunger, as well as, of course, the dopamine rush of eating deliciously yum foods. So inherently the snack isn't quite bad. There is no such thing as good and bad. You already know that, but of course there are nutrient dense and nutritionally optimized snacks in terms of having healthy carbs and fats and proteins and some micros. And then there's also just soul foods and that's also okay. That also has its place, but I rather encourage you to plan ahead in that, you know, the cue of 3 PM is going to happen. You know that the reward of satisfaction from yummy food is the same, but the response is different. So knowing that cue of 3 p.m., that it is going to religiously come every single week or every single day, I should say, I plan accordingly. So 3 p.m. hits, I'm not that hungry, but I'm peckish. I know I want something sweet. Okay, why don't I pre-cut some strawberries and some dark chocolate and have a protein ball that I meal prep for the week ahead? That way you've got the healthy carbs and fiber and the strawberries, some fats in the chocolate, as well as that satisfaction of having a soul food. And then of course, protein in the form of the protein balls. So you know, saying to yourself, oh, this year I want to break the habit of snacking at 3 p.m. and just abstain and skip it altogether is probably why you're failing because you're relying on willpower and the cue rather than simply just swapping and changing the result or the response, I should say. The next bad habit that we can only kill but optimize with a healthier habit, with the habit loop, is of course scrolling copiously on TikTok and Instagram. Now, phone addiction is a genuine real thing. I am not going to lie to you. I spend way too much time on my phone, more than I'd like to, and I'm sure it's the same for you. So this is one bad habit that I actually do plan on trying to break this year. And so I will be using the habit loop to try and effectively do that because again, I have tried many times to break this habit, but it is 
It is really hard and that's because it is genuinely addictive to constantly check your phone. And for me, I had to ask myself when I'm reaching for my phone unnecessarily, what is it that I'm craving or trying to achieve by going on my phone and scrolling? And I realized that it was a sense of craving relief and a sense of relaxation or even just simply a distraction from whatever stress I'm feeling. And so it's easy in those moments of stress and overwhelm to just simply grab my phone and boom, instant relief, instant gratification and satisfaction and instant dopamine. So before I tell you how we're going to break this really bad habit, I want you to first, first of all, give yourself grace, give yourself compassion. Scrolling our phones depletes our dopamine. And dopamine is responsible for those feelings of pleasure, motivation, satisfaction, etc. But what happens is that the very act of scrolling depletes dopamine in the long term. And in the book titled Digital Madness, our phones are as addictive as some of the most powerful drugs in the world, meaning it lights up those areas in the brain, the same receptors that drugs do. So also give yourself some grace and compassion that the very way that our phones have been designed and these apps have been designed is setting us up for failure in the first place. Apps like TikTok are designed to work on the dopamine pathways. They are designed to be addictive in their short, snappy sense. And so also, you know, give yourself a break that um, if you've tried to break this habit alone with willpower, it is no wonder that it hasn't worked for you. So How do we break this bad habit? How do we replace it with a more healthy, helpful habit? And of course, first, the cue is the first part of this loop. I need you to identify what is your cue? What is the emotion that drives you in those moments to go on your phone? Like I said, for me, it's almost always when I'm feeling overwhelmed and stressed, the easiest way for me to self-soothe in those moments is to just simply scroll because you do get that short dopamine hit in the short term. So you need to identify that for yourself. What is your cue for going on your phone? As soon as you go to reach for it, when it's not in response to a notification, um, an email, that sort of thing, when you go to just mindlessly scroll, stop yourself and just Just ask yourself, what is it that I'm feeling right now? What is it that I'm trying to drown out? Is it sadness or loneliness? Am I stressed? Am I anxious? Am I overwhelmed? Etc. That's going to be your cue. Okay. And like we said, the cue always stays the same. The routine is what we're going to change. Why? Because remember, all your brain knows is the reward and the outcome, which is the dopamine release of feeling some form of alleviation or feeling better. So the cue happens it is I feel overwhelmed, I feel stressed. The routine is I grab my phone, I start scrolling. The reward is that sense of instant relief and relaxation. So let's focus on how we can swap that response for the cue of feeling overwhelmed. It could be going for a 10 minute walk around the block. It could be making a healthy snack. It could be just sitting outside for 10 minutes in the sun and having a break away from screens. It could simply just be spending five minutes with your doggies or calling a friend, your mom, whatever. I'm going to try and implement this and try to just be more conscious of the when and the why for when I do reach for my phone and uh, see if I can replace it in a more productive and healthy way. If you have a bad habit 
that you want to break as part of your New Year's resolutions or you want to implement a new healthy habit altogether using the habit loop, send me an Instagram DM. Let's brainstorm together. Let's discuss what the cue, the routine, what the reward is, how we are going to implement it. I want your feedback. I want your inspo. I can always do a part two. The whole point of giving you these three examples was to show you how the habit loop works so that you can implement it no matter what uh, routine, structure, habit you're trying to build or break um, because it truly is, like I said in the beginning, truly has the potential to be life-changing. If you found this episode helpful or of value, send me a message. Let me know what you thought. If you have a friend that you think would find it of value, please send it to them as well. For content on every other day of the week, you know me, Miss Consistency Queen. You can follow me on both TikTok and Instagram at Radical. But don't forget to embrace everything in between. And I'll be back in your ears next Monday. 